One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Working with Yasmin Habet might make you want to swear, if you're not afraid to. We're not. This has been your Obscenity Warning. Hello, welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Mindy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading Chapter 10 of Magic Steps. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And let's set some things straight. Chapter 10 uh, opens with Sandry at lunch with the Duke and Yasmin. And she's just been thinking, how can I leave these two folks alone? When Wolfric shows up, he's like, hey, can I get your help? cleaning up the unmatched from the Rokot house. And she's like, ah, perfect. I just needed an excuse to leave. Now I have one. Please take me out of here. She excuses herself from the table. And then she and Wolfric Snaptrap go to the Rokot house to clean up the unmagic and trap snaps on him. Not really, though. Damn. Uh, Not really a trap, but... They go into the place where the guy's body was left. As Wolfric is walking in, he like stops suddenly and she taps him on the shoulder and then he falls forward because he's been killed. So Sandri, being the great niece of Duke Vedris, has some bodyguards who immediately jump to her defense. She also, being a badass mage, she summons some other guards from outside into the house using her magic. She basically just yanks them in. Yeah, she she creates a lasso of magic and is like, up the stairs, you need to be in here. She also tries to put up a magical barrier, but because they are so laced with unmagic, she can't do a whole lot to block the demoners from trying to attack them. So... There is a lot of battling, and then finally they get the mage to use his unmagic to take them somewhere else. Sandry almost gets sucked into this portal because the unmagic is drawn to her magic, or her magic is drawn to the unmagic, rather. Her bodyguards manage to hold her down until it closes to keep her from getting sucked in. I don't know what happens between that and her actually cleaning up the mess. Does she just go after that is she just like i'm gonna clean up the mess now she she has a moment with wolfric and then like just is like okay i've got to do something or i'm going to just be useless yeah yeah she she covers his face with uh, her handkerchief and then she heals um oama 
Well, she just uh, sews the cut. And well, she uh, messes with the dark, whatever it is, the darkness, and to oh, test yeah. to see if she can use it as thread. And she like pinches it and was able to, it was almost like wool. And she can make a thread type thing out of it. And once she realized that she could do that, she's like, everybody get the fuck out. And her bodyguards are like, uh, we can't leave where your bodyguards. And she's like, yeah. okay, then like stay in that rough space that is not covered in nastiness and let me do my work. She gets a whole bunch of stuff cleaned up and then she's running out of the silk that contains the unmagic. One of her bodyguards comes in and they're like, oh, um, Snaptrap's men came in with other stuff and they've like cleaned the other half of the house. And she's like, oh, thank God. Then the provost's men come to ask her questions about Wolfric's death because they're trying to figure out what happened. And then Pasco's uncle shows up and he's like, well, my lady, you really should have left this to the professionals. And I'm sure your uncle will be quite displeased when he hears that you were here. And she's like, you're Pasco's uncle? Now I understand why he's so messed up. Thanks for that. P.S. I'm here because I am the best person for this job. And my uncle knows that. So he's not going to be displeased because he knows I'm here because and he knows why. The uncle is like, well, you're a noble lady of delicate sensibilities and my nephew is just a silly boy with dumb notions about dancing and and uh, you should really stop putting ideas into his head and he should go train at Lightsbridge or Winding Circle and she's like first of all you know nothing about magic second of all even the people at Winding Circle don't know what to do with his magic uh, so you can just go fuck off go the fuck away in the back of her head she's like i am not being polite but i don't really care because i am exhausted and i just saw someone get murdered and she is fiery and beautiful i mean i don't yourself to trist which was awesome (laughs) i don't condone violence on police officers but She should have backhanded a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I I think the whole thing is very reminiscent of Lap Up Kitty. I mean, it <laughs> is. It definitely is. That's about everything, right? Yeah. That's- um, well, after uh, she cleans everything up, she heads off to the Winding Circle Temple Council to talk to them. And she's hoping that they found something to take care of it because she does not want to take care of it herself. Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talked about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. I love Sandry. Yeah. I love her so damn much. And I also really love her bodyguards. I said in the last chapter that I love like how snarky they are, but they're also damn good at their jobs. Yes. And they just Uh immediately jump to her defense and do everything that they can to protect her. And I like how when she's trying to get everybody else out of the room so that she can just get her work done. I really like the not just in in the exchange that you have between them, you get a decent idea of their relationship. 
because her bodyguards are like, we're not going anywhere. You could have gotten murdered. It is our job to prevent that. We, we will get murdered if you get murdered. Right. And, not. and I like that she recognizes, okay, this is your job and I'm not going to get in the way of that. And so she's like, fine, but you can't get in the way of my work either. And they're like, cool, we can do that. So I like that is one of my favorite parts. And then also her telling off Pasco's uncle. I genuinely think I think that's like everybody's favorite part of this chapter. It's just Sandra is fucking being a savage. She, she just goes off on him and he deserves it. Because yeah. he he's being does. a douche. Especially because she really tries to hold back because at first he's just like, oh, you really should have left it to the professional. And she tries to kind of hold back and be like, look, I'm here because of this and yada, yada, yada. And he's like, well, you're a lady and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and Pasco's an idiot. And why are you trying to teach him to dance? Like, yeah. Like I said last week, if he would have caught her at a different time, she probably would have kept her tongue and kept being polite and everything. But she just watched somebody that she really liked die in front of her Mm -hmm. when she was just trying to give her uncle some space i'm like okay yeah let's go ahead and go do this and then she i'm sure she felt like she was at fault for her friend's death and then this guy comes at her chastising her and it like no she is not gonna hold her tongue any other time she would have held her tongue been polite but right now no fuck you man but the wrong time to try to do this I'm also really glad he got told off that way because I feel like... Oh, yeah, for sure. He needed it. But yeah. he was being it would have been any other time, he def- she definitely would have never talked to him like that. Especially because we saw in the last chapter, I think, like just how much Pasco's family is affecting his learning. Yeah. Because she's trying to teach him to get his magic in control and to use it even though his family has been told that he has magic and he needs to learn this, he's still going home and being told that what he's doing is useless. It's almost like if he had, I don't know, like if he'd been in some accident and like gotten paralyzed and his family was complaining that he couldn't walk. So telling him that it was his fault he couldn't walk. Like, why aren't why are you in that wheelchair? So yes, he needed to be told off. Oh yeah. People who don't understand things say stupid things. And you say stupid things, you get hit in the mouth. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. On a lighter note, I really like the return of cat dirt. Yes, me too. Yes. Oh, man. Solid and and Wolfric's response to it, too. Yes. I was like, oh, <laughs> me yes. too, man. Me too. Cat dirt, cat dirt, cat dirt. I use stronger words. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I want that would be more a mood. Emelon curse words. Yes. yes. <laughs> Speaking of words and pronunciations and things, I've been listening to this on audio. And so I got to the part where we we have this word way back at the beginning of Sandry's book prior taking the bath. And I think me and Brittany and Indy all pronounce it slightly differently, but it's H-O-S-T-L-E-R. And the audio pronounces it Ostler. And I was like, wait, the H is silent. So that is my mind blowing moment. And if you already knew that, 
there you go. That is me being an idiot. That is an improper use of a silent consonant. I'm just saying. There's no reason it should be silent. That Why is, is it silent? That is English being stupid. English likes to do that a lot. <laughs> so yes, I'm glad that I now know that it's pro- apparently pronounced Osler, but also what the fuck? Lover's Day and its incredibly bloody origins. Just just like our our Valentine's Day. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh, and then I wrote trying to convince people that you are in charge, hashtag teacher life, because there's a moment where Sandry's like, okay, I am 14, but I need to like be the person in charge. And I don't know if they're going to listen to me because I'm 14, but I have to like put up, put on my like big girl face and look down my nose as I look up at people and (laughs) order them around. I also like the, the mention of Sandry having to quote unquote, keep after the little fabric squares to make sure that they get everything up. It's just like, she's like running around chasing little children. And I know Indy talks a lot about the manner in which inanimate objects are written to be, um, or non-human things, because not even just inanimate objects, because we also see this with like the plants, but um, just non-human things are written with much more human qualities. And so that's just another little one like that where She's like running around after the fabric squares. They're like, no, no, no. You haven't cleaned up your room yet. Stop fighting with your brother and go clean your room. If you do not, you don't get dessert. (laughs) In this case, dessert would be smudges. And then I wrote, Alzana's blood is tainted with unmagic. This is what we call a metaphor. Um, And I don't know exactly where I was going with that. But I think just like, because the unmagic represents nothingness. And so she's sort of becoming the nothingness or like losing herself in a way, which I think we've talked about in past chapters. And so we're just seeing that more. And then I wrote, let them have a way to do this. Not my way. This is what we call foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's not really spoiling anything to say that that's foreshadowing. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I didn't really like is um, there's a, when Wolfric is, talking to Sandry and he's like I wish I knew what to do with all of this unmagic we fought yeah, like it just it, it felt very much like leading the reader and I was like come on Tammy you can do better than this like obviously Sandry is gonna do something with it now I wonder yeah she's she's gonna find something to do you, you really hit like most of mine I mean you got cat dirt times three yeah <laughs> I just want cat dirt. Cat dirt, cat dirt, cat dirt. I use stronger words. <laughs> so do um, we. So oh, abs- all ab- the time. Absolutely. Especially indie. <laughs> all the Listen, fuck is my favorite word for a reason. You already hit up the Valentine's Day thing, which is almost exactly how it is in our world. It's it's Lover's Day. Started out kind of dark, but then it slowly kind of turned into this lighthearted parades love thing do you know the background on valentine's day do you want to give that to us because i actually don't really know i just know that it's more violent than the actual holiday yeah it's actually um it's meant to commemorate several people named valentine who were martyred after christianity kind of started yeah lots of people die named valentine and occasionally they did nice things so now we remember him for that and then in like the 
I think it was the 15th century or 18th century stuff started kind of getting embellished to do more with love because courtly love started becoming a thing. And they were like, Oh, there are lovers in spring. Things are like nice. And like, let's, let's make these guys, you know, in the springtime who were martyred centuries ago into like more love related celebrations. The last thing that really got me in this chapter that I well, was like the last, like two lines of, of Sandry saying, please gods. She thought fiercely. Let them have something to settle this. Please don't make me do this. Like that hit me hard. She's, she's hoping against hope that going to the temple, someone's going to be able to help her like fight this on magic, even though she's like the one that has like the most experience, like fighting these people technically, but she, she's like hoping against hope that like, she's not going to have to do it herself that like, she will be able to leave this to the guards and they'll be able to, to take care of it. But we all know that's not going to happen, though. It's going to be her taking care of it. And I think yeah. in a way she knows that, too. Yeah. Like I said, hoping against hope. But uh, it's, it's it, we, we kind of already know. I think she does, too, ultimately. But she's just like, uh, uh, I don't want to do it. Please, somebody else do it. I don't want to do it. Well, she is 14. Like, imagine being the person who is called on to, like, stop criminals at the age of 14. You know, you're in, like, middle school, and the police come to you, and they're like, okay, there's a, there's these serial killers in town. We need you to stop them. Yeah, and specifically you, not your friend, not another 14-year-old. We need you specifically. Yeah. Not great. Hey, remember that time you uh, survived an earthquake because of that? <laughs> we now need you. Yeah. Most of mine have already been taken, but uh, I have two more of like imagery things that I really liked when they run into the room and the they're being sucked into the darkness. Mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, have any of y'all ever played Kingdom Hearts? Yes. Yeah. It reminded me of when Riku Riku is standing in the darkness and he's just standing there reaching his hand out and he's being sucked in and Sora is fighting it trying to get to Riku but he's fighting the darkness and Riku's just standing there and he's getting sucked into the darkness I was like oh I don't know why it reminded me of that but it did even though the mage doesn't have arms (laughs) just just the darkness part yeah no 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 no, no. I I know what you mean yeah And then I really like the imagery part when Sandry's not even saying anything, but all these squares of fabric are flying around everywhere and it's looking like a blizzard. And then her guards are like getting scared, basically. And they're like, mm-hmm. we know you're a mage, but we didn't realize how much of a mage you were because you never really do magic. You don't ever flaunt it around people. So it's freaking us out a little bit. But just the imagery of flying around looking like a blizzard was really cool imagery, I thought. I like that her guards are like, we've only ever seen you use magic when you're angry. And she's like, I am. A lot of mine was taken as well. I I think I've got two to add. No, I've got three to add. Sorry. I told you I don't care if he's with an assembly of gods. I need to talk to him. I love that so Mm -hmm. much. I need to talk to him right now. I don't give a fuck. Who he's with? I don't care where he's at. This is important. <laughs> Listen to me. 
I need to talk to him. Granted, it wasn't him that he actually needed to talk to, but <laughs> still, I do also really like the comparison that she makes of herself to Tris. She would probably spend days writing a properly apologetic note after this is all over, but just now she didn't care. That that's a that's a mood. I don't I don't care right now. I'm angry. I will deal with I will deal with the fallout later. I'm mad right now. The last one I'll add is the you have to keep us with you, Lady Sandry. Otherwise, we could end up hanging over the inner gate by our ankles, letting you walk into a trap. Yes, they're protecting her out of self-preservation, but they're also like, listen, something bad's going to happen and we're not going to be there. And it's not going to end well for anybody if you get hurt. So we're coming with you regardless. Yeah. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Next week is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message from the chapter. What theme or message did y'all find? What I found was to keep moving. 
even after this horrific thing that Sandry just noticed or just witnessed, she knows that she has a job to do, that she came there for a purpose and she gets that done um, regardless of all the horrible things that are going on around her. She still gets what she's supposed to get done, done. And I don't know if I could have done it, but. The thing that really stands out for me is you know, the grief and the mourning, Sandry explaining to Wolfric's assistant, geez, I, I can't imagine what, cause it's, it's very similar to like, you know, somebody in the army and then like their superior officer has to like go tell their family that they've died or something like that. But also Chris and I have a friend who died a couple weeks ago. And so all these elements of mixed emotions, I, I really connected to that because she's very upset. But then she's also, you know, like we said, the, the bodyguards say, oh, you only use magic like this when you're angry. And she says, I am angry. And our, our friend, like, I was pissed at him. I was going to say, you can, you can feel multiple emotions about that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can be sad and be furious yeah. at the same time. Best laid plans. Like, mm. Sandry's like, oh, sweet, I have an excuse now to leave those two alone and let them do their thing. And I get to help people in the process. And so it's supposed to be, I've got a plan. We're going to do this. It's going to get done. And things happen. And you don't really get to do it according to plan and it's still got to get done you got to still figure out what you're doing but so the theme that i found was desperation the dnrs are desperate to escape they they were clearly uh well I, I think they weren't expecting to be caught out like this like you know having someone come back to like a scene where they had already committed a crime yeah. and it not just be some random person but like one of the main dudes trying to track them down so they're like desperately fighting to get away. Sentry's guards are both like they they instantly like rush in to like protect her, and they're like that, that entire fight is just super desperate. They're 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 basically being attacked by like half invisible people, yeah, um, while while trying to protect you know someone that just murdered like you know a pretty high ranking detective, let's say, doing like the best that they can, and you know getting like cut up too while trying to protect Sandry. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the very end kind of already talked about that in the beginning but uh sandry is like pleading please let there be answers for this at the temple so we can settle this like don't make me do this even sandry's actions feel very desperate like during the fight the way she's like oh shit and she's using her magic to get the guards outside like basically lassoing them with magic and pulling them up the stairs um yeah and and I think it's interesting how, like, her bodyguards are trying to protect her, but she is simultaneously trying to protect them. Yeah, she throws up that shield, too. Yeah. Not that it did a whole lot of good, but she did it. Part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? I've I've got one that I uh, found that also ties in with a quote that I've heard in my personal life. It's the lady, we knew you were a mage, but 
mostly you're like a cat with it. Uh, you never let it show any more than you can help. I think it's because you know it makes people, it makes folks nervous. There was a quote that I heard in my personal life a few months ago that was, weaponize your anger. Mm. Be the nicest, kindest, most uplifting person. Say wonderful things about everyone you meet and make them feel appreciated and loved. So when you do get angry, they will know that they have crossed the line. Yeah. I, I, I am a very angry person by nature. That's just, I run off of anger and caffeine and a lot of spite. More spite than anything else, but that's also saying something. So I drink way too much caffeine. You got to learn to keep certain things in check because when it does show itself, it needs to be powerful. And like, I think I'm getting better. Like I, I've been working on my anger for more than just the last couple of months. That's That's been years. I was so much worse in my early 20s. <clears throat> Brittany can probably attest to that. <laughs> I, was, I was a lot worse, but I think we all kind of need that reminder of the way we handle situations shouldn't be always led by your gut instinct. And I know that's a really weird way to take that piece of like literature and translate it that way, because that's not what it means. But that's like my train of thought is that quote reminded me of the other quote, which what I really got out of it. Don't talk about things you don't know about, but also, also a good one. Also, the flip side of that, when you do know about something, stand up for yourself and be like, hey, bitch, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I have something to add to that, actually. Not only stand up for yourself, stand up for people who can't defend themselves. Yeah. Be it that they can't say anything because they're not in a position to or be they're not there. I'm a firm believer of you're not really someone's friend or advocate. You wouldn't defend him if they weren't standing there. That's one of the things I love about this is Sandra's like, he's not here to defend himself, so I will. And like that, I think that's a true sign of friendship is I'm ready to fight your battles even when you're not here. Sandra's a role model in that way. Yes. I just wanted to tack that on because I felt that was relevant as well. For sure. That that was actually my personal magic was a stand up for others when they can't uh, do it on their own. Cause it sucks, dude. It sucks when someone that you like care about and like someone just like comes up and starts like talking about them. Like, you know, you know, sometimes you want to try to keep the peace, but like when you know that they're wrong yeah. and they, you know, they, they say like shitty things that aren't true about someone that gets me so heated. So I, I know exactly where, where Sandry was uh, coming from getting pissed off and just telling them like, listen, man, you don't know dick about shit. Shut your mouth. Pasco was very talented. Like, like it, it's such a stupid argument too, saying that like dancing won't get him money. Clearly, there are people making a living. Have you off met Yasmin? Yeah. Like, have you not heard of her? Like, they, she they're... literally had made a career out of dancing, and she has a school from it now. Yeah, like, like there, also, also to, she, there's a good chance that she's gonna marry your Duke soon. So. No, I, yeah, I have yeah. feelings about that. Like, I feel like they are probably feeling guilty as well. Like, if we weren't flirting, Sandy would have got into trouble. Maybe we should not flirt so much anymore. Their, their relationship may have petered off by now because uh, of what happened. We'll I, see. I, 
I feel like if they if if like <laughs> they were to say something like that, Sandra would be like, "Nah, don't worry about it. It's fine." Yeah, she'd try to fix it herself. Yeah, to not make them feel guilty. Well, and and I think Sandra really. I mean, well, we know that Sandra really supports them being together, and oh yeah, she knows that her uncle has been lonely and he's been rough for him on his own, and like he's got Sandra, but that's a different relationship. Yes. And I'm sure that Sandry's thinking like, oh, you know, if he had like another person here, that would be really beneficial to his health. Mine is, it's okay to want or ask for help. A lot of times for me, um, whenever I need help with something, I feel like I'm being a burden. I don't want to ask people for help because I feel like I should be able to do things on my own. I tend to not ask for help. And uh, Sandry going to Winding Circle, hoping for help, praying to the gods that she can get help, just is a good reminder that it's okay to ask for help. I was going to add one that I just literally thought of, like, as we were (laughs) discussing this. Just because people tell you that your dreams are stupid, does it mean not to follow them? Amen. And like I said, I literally just thought of this. The argument is... Well, he's not going to get money. It's not going to go anywhere. It's a useless thing. Posco loves to dance. Even before the magic, he loves to dance. And it's not stupid to do something that you love. It, it's, it's follow your dreams in spite of other people. Yeah. And there's, there's the word spite in there. So I'm already on board. <laughs> I think that goes back to a quote that you mentioned in Triss's book. Triss is talking to Rose Thorne about like, well, why do you know so much about birds? Do you have magic with them? And Rose Thorne's like, you don't have to have magic with something to love it. So it's it's similar. Like it doesn't have to be your profession or the thing that makes you money or whatever to love it and to practice it. It doesn't matter how good or bad you are at it. If you love it, that's all that fucking matters. Do it anyway. (laughs) We like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the next chapter. So this is an excerpt from chapter 11 of Magic Steps. Lark folded her hands. You know I am classed as a great mage. The Duke nodded. I work spells by passing them through my thread. I must bind my power to real thread and whatever I use to handle it, or none of my spells work. That's true of every weaver mage I know, except Sandry. She handles magic itself, like I work thread. She can spin magic. She can weave it. She can embroider or not, or even tie a fringe with it if she wants to. Lark, Sandra protested, no, my dear. It's important that people know how unique your gift is. In this case, it's vital. I'd hate to have to fight the Dehaner mage and his grace. The Duke smiled, but his eyes were grim. I'm honored that you would think the task is difficult. But why, Erdogan demanded, you're a great mage. Your fellows on the council are great mages, legendary for power and craft. You have an arsenal of capture magics and spells to drain the power of other mages. Do you really expect us to believe you people can't take this fellow and turn him into a tea cozy if that's your fancy? However powerful this madman may be, I do not believe that he can stand against all of you. But he can, Lark insisted. The nature of his magic is the absence of ours, don't you see? 
we could grip him with all we have, and he would not only walk away, but his magic would consume ours. Sandry got a taste of that when the Dehaners escaped. His unmagic almost pulled her into the door he'd opened. Then how will anything that my lady does trap him? demanded Erdogan. Sandry told the Baron, I'm going to spin his unmagic into a rope and knot it into a net. Then Pasco will dance the spell to bring the mage and the two killers to us. They won't be able to fight it, any of them, because they're all so tainted with the nothingness that it's like their own lifeblood. The unmagic net will pull them in. Once we have them, you can cleanse them, said Lark. You'll have the killers for trial and we'll keep the mage in custody. And it must be soon, before they can work their way through the layers of spells in the inner keep. What? cried Erdogan offended. The inner keep is impregnable once the protective spells are activated. It isn't impregnable to this mage. Haven't you been listening? Lark demanded. Think your lucky stars that he doesn't know the rooms where the families are kept, or he would simply walk through from where he's hiding now into those rooms. Once he tires of trying that, he'll just bring the Dehaners here and send them through the spells. It will take him time to go through each and every layer. Think of acid eating its way through a bolt of cloth, but eventually they'll get through. Are there no spells against nothingness in the layers? The Duke asked quietly. Lark shook her head. To spell against it, you would have to use it, and then it would spread and eat all of the other spells. To Erdogan, she said, Must they break into this castle before you're convinced? They can't, Erdogan said flatly. You winding circle people are alarmists. Someone hammered on the study door. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. <laughs> Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or tell us what you think by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Find all of our episodes at readingcircletemple.com and find more sound clips by following the Reading Circle Temple on SoundCloud. Never miss a post by following Reading Circle on Tumblr. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Facebook and join the Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. See our cats by following Reading Circle Temple on Instagram. Or you can tweet at us at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. If you like their art, follow Yellows for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our music. Find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. Oh, someone hammered on the study floor. Your Grace! Your Grace! Please open up! This says someone hammered on the study floor. Is that a typo? Should it be door? That makes more sense. I think it's supposed to be door. It says floor. Yeah. But I don't know why somebody would be hammering on, on the floor. floor. Does so, yours say floor? Mine says floor. Hmm. Weird. Bang it on the floor. Open up. Open up. Yeah. Open up. And then just the floor opens. And he falls. <laughs> 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.